there. What's up, everybody? Welcome to MJ and the Word podcast. I am MJ. And I am the Word, BJ Word to be exact. What's up, y'all? What's up? And I got to tell you, this is going to be a great episode because it's our final episode for season two. Yeah. And we're excited to kind of talk about like all of the different things we we talked about this season and to just do like a final wrap up and some takeaways and, and what yes. we love most about this season. So, you know, BJ, I got to tell you, I'm biased. You know, <laughs> you know, as a DEI practitioner, I always say that like we have to acknowledge our bias. Right, right. <laughs> and we all have biases. Yes. Um, but I feel like every episode was fire. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I really do. I absolutely do. I don't think, I mean, we didn't have a miss. I don't think. I mean. I don't think so either. Whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. What I love about this season is we were a lot more vulnerable and a lot more personal than we were in that last season. Like, when I go back and listen to some previous episodes from, like, season one, we spoke very general. Yes. We were a little more careful, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But in this one, we were talking about our experiences with our moms. Yes. We talked about get up off my womb yes. and that whole experience of, you know, us not having children and right. what it's like for people to constantly ask, when are you having to children? To be critical. To be right. And so we got really personal this <laughs> uh-huh. season. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. And you know what? I think that I, I was thinking about this earlier today when I knew we were going to do our takeaways. I'm a little, um, scared in a good way for season three Mm. because we're really settling into this thing like we're coming into our own our f's to give our fuel we had a lot of f's to give on season one we We were kind of just testing the waters we were cautious we didn't want to say this we didn't want to say that season two we started to name drop a little bit more (laughs) we started to be like look this is my journey this is my story and it is what it is Girl, I think the gloves are coming off season three. (laughs) Probably. You know, I mean, and that's that's a good thing. But I think um, it's more and more revealing more and more of who we are. Yes. You know, and showing more and more of ourselves um, to the world, which is, is an amazing thing, man. It is. And you know what? I had to remind myself of that, too. Not too long ago, because even just doing, for example, the Mommy Dearest episodes mm-hmm. that we did, mm-hmm. I was very hesitant at first mm-hmm. writing certain mm-hmm. things in the spoken word. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is, I'm about to really go there. Mm-hmm. And I know you really went there too. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I think people connect more yes. when it's authentic. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she went through all of that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe BJ went through all of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I went through that too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so- I think one of the things that I would like to see for us as we continue to evolve and grow is for us to be able to really lean Mm -hmm. into that authentic space. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is us. We Mm -hmm. are unapologetic. And I think it would almost be hypocritical of us to be like, show up as your authentic self, sis. Right. Be yourself, sis. And heal, not do sis. it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. We have to like model that and mm-hmm. say like, if we're going to show up healed and whole. Yep. Yes. and encourage others to do it we got to be vulnerable Absolutely. we got to be willing to 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 take that leap of all right i'm putting it out there dog. Yep. what's up and that's so true <laughs> and you know what in the spirit of authenticity i didn't want to release that episode 
Which one? So, mommy the mommy dearest. Yeah. My, my part. I didn't want to. I felt some kind of way. So l- let's just be real. So I was talking a lot of big bad because we talk a lot of big bad when we planning. And we're in the planning meeting. It's like, yeah, we're going to talk about this. And we're going to go there. And we need to. <laughs> and we need to. You know, it's going to help so many people. And it feels great. And then it's time to do it. And now <laughs> right. it's time to tap into these wounds. Yeah. Now it's time to say the unspoken thing. And that's, that's what our, you know, that's what we do. It's mm-hmm. unspoken issues here, right? Now it's time to put a voice to not just that, but so many other things we give voice to. And it's we are, I believe, kind of a, ooh, I can't believe they said that type of people. <laughs> we are. Which is cool in a board meeting when you when it's the two of y'all and it's t- the two of us sitting down in our boardroom planning, right? <laughs> it's a completely different thing when you, now you're sharing it with other folks. So, the day that we were supposed to record Mama Dears, I was like, oh, my God, like mm. I, I'm, I'm saying this stuff out loud. Really, a lot of it for the first time. And then for me to turn around and the morning, Mother's Day morning, is when I released my um, poem. And it took a minute. It took a minute for me to really have the courage to just say, you know what, this is my story, and I know I'm going to get some negative reactions. I know not everybody is going to identify with it. People are not going to like it, and some people are going to like it, you know. Um, It took took me to a deeper place. It challenged me. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, and it was really good. I love that episode, and I think – what I love about where you, because I see the growth in both of us, yes. and I see it in mm-hmm. you as a friend. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she's getting to that point where she really doesn't care what people think. Yep. And <laughs> and I think that's necessary if you're gonna be a host of a podcast or a mm-hmm. talk show or something. You have to be like, all mm-hmm. right, I already know these trolls gonna be show up in yep. these comments and mm-hmm. have something to say, mm-hmm. or I know there's gonna be folks who are like, how dare you say something like this yep. about this topic. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're reaching that point of, all right, we are just coming bold mm-hmm. and we are going to live in our truth no matter what. Yep. I think that's why I like season two better than season one. Yeah. Like season one was solid. It was, it was good. good. It was solid. But, but, but this, this one right is here? like, ooh. And, and I, I got to say this too. Life, <laughs> as the kids say, life be life. <laughs> life was lifing on a completely different level for me. Um, this season. And that's why I got to give a huge shout out to uh, Kazukian, who is, um, you know, our recording studio, because I don't know that I would have been able to push through this season without Kazukian. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason I say that is because, y'all, <laughs> season one, we've talked about this <laughs> a little bit, but it was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of trying to get the sound right. And so, in, in the process between season one and season two, I moved. I ended up becoming caregivers, uh, a, a caregiver to my parents. And thinking about some of the things that I went through personally this season, having to find a place where it's quiet, where the wall is blank behind me, the lighting is right, and the sound is right. In my house, to sit up here and try to record this on Zoom, I can just see already so many days where I would have had to say, MJ, I can't do it. MJ, mm-hmm. can we change? MJ, can we do another day? Blah, 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 blah. But having that load taken off to yes. be able to just come up here. We already got a quiet space. The mics are already set up. The room is already set. All we got to do is just hit the button and go for it. 
I don't think that I would, I, we wouldn't be, I don't think where we are right now um, without having made this move to yes. Kazookian. I, I couldn't agree more because yeah, season one is just so much that people didn't see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, we would have internet going out. We yes. were, we were struggling, <laughs> but we pushed through, we pushed through. but no, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I, I'm thankful for Kazukian as well. I want to give them a shout out as mm-hmm. well. Um, and I know like life be life. And like you said, yep. and you were going through a lot. I know I was going through a lot. And so, yeah, I am grateful for this mm-hmm. experience, too. And mm-hmm. the sound quality is so much better. It Y'all, is. It's so much better. It's so much better. <laughs> and it's not something that we have to figure out. Right. If something is wrong, we raise our hands. Somebody come in here and help us. It's, that's it, you know. Yep. Um, but but there was one day, uh, MJ, it was a recording day, mm-hmm. all right? So my for those that don't know, my sister is um, literally, I think, four months to the day now in a coma. Maybe it's been maybe a couple of days off, but four months. She's been in there for four months now in a pretty much comatose, non-responsive state in the hospital. So that was one day where we had to have a meeting with her doctors, and my mom was in the hospital. So I had to leave the hospital. I had to come here to record, and then I was leaving here going to the meeting with my sister's doctors to you know hear all this negative news. And my niece called me, and she had a wreck in my car. All, all this on a recording day. Mm. If I was recording at home, girl, that session wouldn't have happened. It would not have happened that day. That's (laughs) a lot. It just would not. And and y'all keep in mind, we're writing pieces in the middle of all of this. So you still got to find the inspiration and all of that to, to, uh, to come up with this. And, um, it's funny because my niece was like, you know, Auntie, you're so calm about the car. I can't believe you're not mad at me. And I was like, baby girl, for what? You're fine. Honey, life had life so much that day. <laughs> you walked out. Nobody was hurt. Oh, whatever. You know? <laughs> but I said all that to say, I think that going through those different experiences has really helped me to be more authentic. Mm-hmm. Because after you go through all of that, I'm finna give a damn about what somebody think that I don't know right. in the comments. Right. God bless you, boo. Scroll on. This ain't for you. <laughs> this ain't for I'm you. I'm finna care what, what you think in the comments. If I do know you, God bless you, boo. Scroll on. This not for you. I'm getting ready to express myself the way that I need to, and I'm going to let um, God speak through me, and I'm going to say damn sometimes. It's just That's just where I am right now. So I think that <laughs> when you have all of this piled on top, you don't have time to be fake. You don't. you don't have time to be, you know, worried and overly concerned about what people think. And I think that's why our pieces hit so different mm-hmm. this season because yeah. we both have gone through a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, I agree. It made me think of uh, the Speak for Free episode. Mm-hmm. Speak for Free is a no for me. Mm-hmm. At Because that was a touchy subject, too. That was a touchy subject. <laughs> and at the time. I had just gone through a situation where somebody tried to play me like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, we don't really have a budget for this, but, you know, exposure and all that. And I was like, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I felt like this season we were really able to put some personal stuff in there because that's like that's something we deal with yep. a lot of times, especially, you know, as black women speakers yep. that mm-hmm. happens more to us than mm-hmm. some other folks. And just being able to pour that mm-hmm. into into our pieces and into our episodes that experience and like everything you were going through. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of it was just 
it was fresh. Mm-hmm. It was like, yes. I am going through this right now. Raw emotion. Yeah. And I'm going through this at this very moment. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's why I love this. Because it was like, you know, I, I joked about this in season one, but at times it's almost therapeutic. Like, ooh, yeah. I can get this out. I know I'm about to go to the studio today. I'm going in. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you really can just put it all out there and, um, you know, put it out there for people especially folks who are going through the same things who, mm-hmm. might, who might be like, yeah, man, I'm going through that too. Mm-hmm. And so it does make a difference yeah. when you can be authentic. Absolutely. In these pieces. I think you, you made a, a, you, you made a great point where you talked about, you know, talking about it while we're going through it. Yeah. Because that's not typical for me as a writer. Mm. A lot of times with my spoken word pieces, by the time I write it, I've already gone through it. I'm over it. I'm healed from it. And so now I'm kind of, it's testimonial in a way. Got so it. now I'm kind of, but this season has been like, nah, this is happening right now. And I'm giving you how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of y'all. Get out of my womb. Get out. Don't ask me this question anymore. I don't care who you are. It's none of your business. I'm and it's I'm seeing it on social media, right? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing women be frustrated about this right now with other people asking them, "Are you pregnant? When are you gonna have kids?" Blah 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 blah. And I'm seeing it be addressed. So right. this is raw. This is raw that you're getting right. The even the the mean girls. Th- I'm not dealing with you. Don't sis me. Don't sis me right now if that's not what you mean, you know. And I think even more importantly, the um, the tribe for your season um, episode, my tribe is so important to me right now because of what I'm going through in my life right now. I can't. You you can't be. This ain't for the week. Mm-hmm. My friendship with me is not for the week because yeah. I need people strong enough to lean on, and I also have to be there for those people as well. So. Um, it's it's all like live. It's, it it's is. Like, it's fresh. the Truman Show for y'all. You watching this <laughs> <laughs> happen That's right exactly now? It. And you know what? Which one? I, I loved pretty much every episode, but I think for me, it was really real. Was the DEI bands? Because mm. I'm living that. Because you are living it daily. Language. I just said, yeah. <laughs> but I'm living it day daily. in and day out mm-hmm. um, because that's my line of work. And so when we talked about that, I, I enjoyed every second of mm-hmm. that episode and that conversation because it was like, I get to process this with not just you, right. but other people mm-hmm. get to hear just the impact that yeah. this is having on people yeah. who work in this space. I mm-hmm. mean, we're dealing with some places, they're like canceling on us like, hey, we have, we're dealing with this right now. Right. Like, I, you know, I have a speaking engagement coming up uh, later on in Florida. <laughs> it's in Miami. And I'm like, well, thank goodness this is a private company because if it was a university, they probably would have canceled. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So stuff like that, like like we're going through this. Yes, we are like living, living it, it mm-hmm. in the moment mm-hmm. of this is what's happening right now mm-hmm. and how it's impacting us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really love that episode too because I think you you educated people. It was so informative because it's it's so easy to kind of put your head in the sand. And be focused on your own goals, your own life, your own, you know, whatever, 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 and not really know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, hear the little blurb or see the little news clip that flash, yeah. um, but not know what that means. And so I loved that episode because you really just brought it home. This is what this means. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, we talking about uh, Dr. Maya Angelou right now right. and her works being <laughs> threatened. Banned. And we didn't, I don't think I was even aware of how deep it was before you brought that out. So mm-hmm. I think that was a really, really important episode. And for this to be happening live and in living color, man. Yeah. 
Same thing with mental health. I appreciated the perspectives you brought um, in that episode where we talked during Mental Health Awareness Month Mm -hmm. because I feel like as a society, we're much better than we were in the past. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a big stigma, Mm -hmm. but we still got a long Long way to go. go. And Mm -hmm. it's still very much like, don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. is this person crazy? Mm -hmm. You know, these different Mm -hmm. negative connotations and Mm -hmm. stigmas we have on different um you know mental health Mm -hmm. issues and stuff like that so I appreciated that episode too and the expertise you brought as an actual licensed psychotherapist and professional who works in that space yeah because yeah we we got a long way to go we (laughs) still see people society still views it so black and white we have yet to address the gray areas uh that are mental health Mm -hmm. it it it's gray. It's nice. And it's, it's colors, lots of colors blended together. It is not a black or white issue. And I, I think, you know, I hope that listeners um, took that from that. Like you can't blame everything on mental health. And then every, every mental health issue is not psychosis. Mm-hmm. It's There's a whole gamut of things that are mental health issues that does not mean walking the street, hearing voices and feeling things on your skin. That's mental health issues too, but it's, it's also anxiety, you know, disorder. It's also uh, depression. It's also, you know, it's so many different things. So I think that was, yeah, I agree. That was important. Yeah. Um, And and I like one thing with that episode too, that it just makes it feel more normalized. Like you just kind of normalize like, Hey, everybody goes through this. We have all experienced maybe depression at some point Mm -hmm. or been sad to the point where maybe we just don't Mm -hmm. have the motivation to do something, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't make you like, you don't need to go, you know, to get all this. Right. It's nothing wrong with you. Like this is normal. It doesn't mean you're going to take a gun and go and and pick off 15 people. Exactly. So stop making those two people the same. Stop, stop making somebody who was dealing with adjustment disorder Uh because they've moved and they're lonely and they're sad and they're grieving or whatever. Stop making them the same as somebody standing on top of a building with a gun, just rapid fire shooting. Stop it. Yes. It's not the same. It's not. And that's what that's what we do when we throw this blanket black and white on stuff, you yeah. know, as far as mental health is concerned. So yeah, that was that was dope to bring that out. Yeah. In the episode. One of the another one that I loved um was our tribute to black fathers. Yes. <laughs> We had so much controversy that, this uh, we did. season. <laughs> we did. Because that cool. was controversial. It was. And it shouldn't be. It's freaking sad that that is, is seen as controversial to say great things about black men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, why does that ruffle people's feathers? That's insane to me. I think part of it is because we took an approach that people weren't expecting. Yep. So we didn't. We didn't necessarily put mothers on a pedestal this time around. And we, we talked about our lived experiences and Mm -hmm. they lived experiences of a lot of women who Mm -hmm. may have some tension with their mothers Mm -hmm. or or just may not have relationships with their mothers at all. But then people were expecting us to bash fathers and we're like, no, there's enough bashing out there. Like, actually, we're going to talk about how fathers do show up Mm -hmm. for their children because Mm -hmm. there's this, this, this misguided perception that Mm -hmm. they don't. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what it was. We, we took a different approach that people might not have been expecting. We're ready for it. And, and here's the thing that I loved about that episode was, you know, I always am looking for opportunities to learn and increase my own knowledge. I just really love learning. So seeing those CDC stats Mm -hmm. that I didn't know were there about black fathers come to, you know, just right there in black and white print. It was like, wow. Yes. You know, 
And so it really, you know, drove the point home of how the media can create a narrative and we can take the narrative and run with it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what the actual research says, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what the actual survey says. (laughs) You know, the court of public opinion um, weighs so heavily. And so it is up to us to change that, you know, to change that and change that narrative. And that was... Uh, a, a standout moment for me when I pr- was preparing for the episode to actually mm-hmm. say, let me see what kind of stats are out here. And it's like, well, dang. Yeah. <laughs> and you even quoted it in your spoken yeah. word. I uh-huh. was like, cause when you said it at first, cause I didn't know about the statistic yeah. and I was like, what is she talking about? Uh-huh. Like the CDC said, Wait, yeah. what? and so when you went and referenced the article, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was glad that you did that because mm-hmm. sometimes we need like that evidence of, Hey, mm-hmm. we're not just saying this based on our experience, right? because you know, we have fathers who are present and mm-hmm. active. We're showing y'all that this is, there is data out here mm-hmm. on this. Like mm-hmm. this is real mm-hmm. and we have to break this, the stereotype. Yep. Absolutely. And, and I also thought it was important that um, one of the articles I read made the point of, you know, if a woman is not married, you know, and, but the father is there present for the child, then the statistic is still going to show her as a single mom. Yeah. Okay. In a lot of people's minds, that absolutely means absentee father. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily what that means. You know, even in, um, I read an article where I was talking about even where people are cohabitating. Yes. She's still considered a single mom. That doesn't mean that she's raising the child alone. You know, so I think, um, you know, those statistics on marriage um, put a, a, a strange light in on situations where you have couples who are, you know, black couples who are raising, co-parenting mm-hmm. in, a, in an amazing way. They just aren't married. So now the statistics making it, you know, some of these um, opinions of people <laughs> um, are making it look as though the black father is not there. And yes, he is. Yes. So single mom does not equal absentee father exactly and i think that was so important to bring out you know to point out and i appreciate that and i think one of the things that makes our show special is not only do we have like our personal experience that we draw from but we also have data like we we bring facts we we (laughs) make sure we get credible sources we're like okay let's make sure this is right though Mm -hmm. because we don't want to put this out here and Mm -hmm. say oh this is what's happening without Mm -hmm. really understanding like People, especially in this day and age, of, yeah, you, so much misinformation. Look, some of these sources, I'd be like, "What? I ain't never heard that." And then you look it up, it's like, "Oh, that's not actually true." Right. So we we are very responsible in that we make sure we go to credible sources. Yes, to look for that. The information, information superhighway is more like sand dunes now. It's more. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, a mess. it's an unpaved road. It's not a superhighway anymore. It's it's a mess. So. Yeah, you have to really be able to bring that. Especially it helps, I think, for people who are buried in their own bias and who, you know, are using their own hurt and their own wounds to uh, create a story. You can just show them, like, okay, well, that's not what the research says, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so you, you got to do some inner work here to check check what you're thinking and what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. And, you know, one other episode that I think – and I think because of the space I'm in right now, um, just learning about wealth was the mm. hustle mindset mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. the wealth mindset. 
I recently had an opportunity to serve as a panelist mm-hmm. um, for a Juneteenth event where we were, we were talking about financial literacy and how to close the racial wealth gap mm-hmm. and get more black people in a place where they're doing well financially. Mm. And it's just, it's just been something that's really been a strong passion of mine lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm kind of tired. I'm mm-hmm. over it. I'm mm-hmm. overhearing this narrative of, okay, the, we live in one of the poorest cities in the, the country. Mm-hmm. And this is the group that's disproportionately impacted by poverty. And like, I want to see black people win. Mm-hmm. And so that one really hit, hit for me because I was like what can we do to truly build wealth right right and I know you've talked about books like good dad poor dad and rich and dad poor dad rich mm-hmm. what did I say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I said it wrong rich dad poor dad <clears throat> and some of those good books and resources that are out there and I don't know I just that one I was like I really need us to win yes people I, I want really us want us to win yeah. so what do we have to do to get in that mindset of okay Let's mm-hmm. focus on prosperity. Yeah, yeah. That episode really stood out to me, too, because, you know, before all of this <clears throat> stuff started happening with life, I started the year out in Dubai, right? Mm, that's right. And it was all about uh, having a wealthy mindset. That's what the whole trip was about. The the My mentor is the one who put the trip together, and that was her whole purpose, was for people to think on a different level, think yeah. wealthy. and. To even go there, you had to step away from a hustle mindset. Yes. And and deal and go into a wealth mindset to even take the trip. Okay? I want people to understand that. And when I use the word hustle, I am not talking about in terms of uh, scamming people or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. getting over. The word hustle has more than one definition. I am literally talking about the definition of hustle that uh, is to move back and forth in a hurried manner. Yeah. Okay, that's one way of, of a definition of the word hustle. It's about just constantly on the grind, just grind, 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 grind. Right. And we see that all the time. It's glorified now. Stay on your grind. Get on your grind. You better be on your um, Constantly on the grind doesn't give you an opportunity to think. Right. Constantly working, 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 doing, doing, doing doesn't give you the opportunity to sit back and sit down so you can learn how to work smarter right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so going to dubai was a wealth move because i had to step away from the the hustle and grind right i couldn't be over there seeing however many clients a day so i had to step away from moving back and forth in a hurried manner and say okay let me go over here and get what i need and those moments can add so much to you when you step out of that constant waking up constant in the grind constantly hustling and it just in that mindset of constant doing 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 you really cannot get to wealth that way (laughs) really can you get your bills paid yeah until until you know then the money's gone and then you got to keep on you know being on your hustle or on your grind to get some more money you can get your bills paid but you're not gonna get the wealth doing that no you're not and i even like, you're gonna get is tired i know all you're gonna do is burn yourself out mm-hmm. and and i'm hoping like one thing for folks who listen to you know every episode that you kind of see the journey we take you on yes. like we're very strategic in how we pick our episodes for mm-hmm. each week mm-hmm. and it might feel like oh they hopping all over the place okay now they're talking about friendships okay now they're talking about wealth now they're talking about fathers now they're talking about this but the reason for it is because we come at things from a holistic standpoint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we when we talk about women coming together and healing, mm-hmm. and us coming together as healed women, mm-hmm. um, we have to look at all those things. Yes, you have to look at the spiritual aspect, the mental, the the yes. the, the financial everything physical what are Mm -hmm. we doing to take care of ourselves physically Mm -hmm. and so all of those things Mm -hmm. are important and that's why we talk about so many different different areas of life Mm -hmm. absolutely because one thing plays into the other thing Mm -hmm. you know um there's a little this little saying women are like men are like waffles women are like spaghetti yeah yeah and it, it talked about you know how men tend to compartmentalize and so you have, you know, if you think about a waffle with all those squares, you can put a bunch of different stuff in there and they don't touch. Women are like spaghetti. Everything touches everything else mm. with us, right? So if you are stressed out <laughs> and overwhelmed, eventually that is going to flow into every other area yeah. of your life, right? That's true. Men tend to, in my experience, right, tend to, they could be really stressed out about something and do to come home and not even talk about it yeah you won't even know what's wrong with the guy Mm -hmm. but a woman oh honey that's coming we honking our horn at people on the (laughs) road we finna go off on a person at starbucks for taking too long we probably gonna snap at the kids a little bit and it's going to affect our body even Mm -hmm. though we but we gonna keep on going though uh (laughs) you know but all of these things affect everything else and so and I, i believe that's true for for just all humans but I think men compartmentalize things in a different way than we do. Mm-hmm. So when you stick that fork in that pot of spaghetti, you pulling up a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's all coming up together. So that's why it's important for us to um, hit all of these issues because your relationship with your mom, how you might have felt about your dad, what you experience in corporate America with the Goldilocks and we haven't even talked about that, but what you experience in corporate America, your mindset about money, what type of friends you have, the type of women that you're hanging around, who's in your tribe, all of those things get, you know, talking about your life as far as um, planning uh, for pregnancy and all of that and how you address how people talk to you, all of those things from every single episode, mm-hmm. um, they, they come together, like you said, in a holistic way to yeah. help you to heal holistically. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. I keep getting froggy. That's, that's all good. It's, it happens. <laughs> I could chop that out. But, <laughs> or we can leave it. Like, I'm froggy, y'all. Um, but, yeah, no, that's exactly right. And I think this season, because I'm thinking about last season, and I think another thing I like about this season, too, is – I feel like we address more topics. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like some of our uh, topics from the first season, they were, they were kind of like similar. Mm-hmm. It was almost mm-hmm. like we were trying to build on other episodes, mm-hmm. but this season we really were like, Nope, we're going to go here. Mm-hmm. Nope. We know people are dealing with this. And yep. so we really did think about all of the different um, things that people go through mm-hmm. and that we're going through mm-hmm. because we are multi-dimensional mm-hmm. beings. None of us are that simple where right. we can just, be like, okay, well, I only deal with this one thing in life. Like, no, we deal with a whole myriad of things yes. and we have to talk about it. Yes. We have to. Absolutely. Because how are you going to move forward if you don't? And that's part of what therapy is, you know, just thinking about with mental health issues, you start peeling back all the layers. Mm-hmm. You have all these layers that you have to deal with. And if you're not addressing the foundation of the thing, it doesn't matter what you build on top. You know, you, you got to get down to the root. Yeah. Uh, of the issue 
So let me ask you this. Yeah. As we, Because I know we're planning for season three. Mm-hmm. We got some surprises. Mm-hmm. And we will have guests this time yes. around. Mm-hmm. What are you most excited about in terms of, because we can't give too much away and we still got to reach out to folks to make sure they're actually available. But <laughs> right. I could tell you all, we actually, we have a list of people we would like to be on the mm-hmm. show. We just have to make sure that they're free and everything. Mm-hmm. But what are you looking forward to in season three and just future seasons in general? Yes. So for season three in particular, two things come to mind without giving away too much information. We are going to have a male guest oh, yeah, in yeah, season right. three. And yeah. I am very excited about that. Yes. Um, just because so many times we don't have these conversations together. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't here um it's one-sided it's mm-hmm. just one-sided mm-hmm. it's either all dudes talking or all a girl women yeah. talking you know so i think having um a male perspective and being able to have that um, back and forth conversation about that topic i think it's going to be amazing so i'm excited about that and i am really looking forward to i don't know how deep you want me to get but i'm looking forward to talking about um neurodiversity oh yes i'm excited I'm about really that one looking forward you already to that know one. yes um, because I think that's going to be another one where we are able to get personal and, uh, really talk about things that are impacting our personal lives because that's what impacts other people and what impacts our listeners. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to going into that neurodivergent space. If you don't know what neurodiver- neurodiversity is, this is your opportunity to Look it up mm-hmm. so that when you listen, you can come to the table with something. That one's going to be good. And we have a few health professionals uh-huh. who are going to be on the show uh-huh. talking specifically about things we deal with as women. Uh-huh. Um, I'm excited about uh-huh. that one uh-huh. because for some reason, and I don't know if it's just me, but I still feel like it's kind of taboo yep. at times to it talk is. about like different things we uh-huh. go through as women uh-huh. and like very specific things Mm -hmm. so without giving too much away i am excited about that one as well and i feel like there's a gap there is such and i i I didn't know this until i was in the space but i think um i've been watching um on social media how oprah is really going into this menopause space yes and really educating people on it and talking about it and normalizing it but i think there's a gap um in terms of pre-menopause and yes. perimenopause uh, <laughs> what it's a whole season of of life it's a whole chunk of your life and so many changes <laughs> take place that I was not ready for and this can last for years mm-hmm. years y'all okay <laughs> so experiencing it and just having to learn as I go because uh, nobody has has taught me about it, I think I'm I'm really looking forward to having um, a healthcare professional here that can address that topic and mm-hmm. tell women what to expect, what to look for, what to do. Because it is like the twilight zone in so many ways, and you'll think you're losing your mind, and then you start going to WebMD, and it's like, oh, <laughs> it's premenopause, okay. Yep. So does that mean it's, I'm about to go into menopause tomorrow? No. This, this could be another seven years. It could be. Mm-hmm, exactly. And you what? know what? Look, 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 we so ready. Look, we're giving it away a little yeah. bit. But we, <laughs> I know it's another one, too, where we're going to talk with someone about the physical aspect. Mm-hmm. 
because I know in our previous shows, we talked a little bit about physical health, mm-hmm. but we got somebody who really, who really does it. Go like she's about mm-hmm. that life. Mm-hmm. And, um, like we talk about all the time, like you can't be truly whole. Mm-hmm. You can't look at things from a holistic standpoint while neglecting one area. Right. So uh-huh. you can't have uh-huh. your mental right when your body's mm-hmm. not right mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. Or when your spiritual is out of line, mm-hmm. you know, it, it all goes together. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really curious to hear what she's going to talk about. Yeah. And, and to be straight up with you, I, I really am trying to lose some weight over here and get healthy. <laughs> and it's not just about weight loss. I mean, I know it's so much more to physical health mm-hmm. than that, but everything she says i'm probably going to be taking notes yeah be straight up like that's I a huge get my part of together. it yeah. and and I'm, I'm i'm really looking forward to you know just hearing her uh speak on this as a woman right because our bodies go through different things at different stages of life and you can't always apply the same techniques and principles from a previous season of your life to yes. what you're going through right now to get the same results sometimes you have to change something you've got to pivot to get you know some different results so i'm i'm looking forward to that too yeah, yeah. so without giving too much away I'm i know. definitely looking forward to that listen we can't we can't talk about season three too much right i feel like we're gonna give some stuff away like oh and by the way this person's gonna talk about right you know we just gotta wait till it comes around but i don't know overall i'm just really excited about the opportunities mm-hmm. and the possibilities for mm-hmm. mj and the word podcast me too I think we've grown tremendously mm-hmm. and I think we have nowhere to go but up. Yeah. I think it's only going to get better and better. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe, you know, when we're on the big stage doing keynotes and, and doing spoken word for folks, I mean, it might get to that point. Uh, I think it will. Yeah. I know it will. We're yeah. speaking into existence. Yeah. So I just think there's a lot that we can talk about yeah. and I'm hoping that folks can continue to identify with, with the, what we're talking about right because i honestly think that goes back to what you said about being authentic because the more authentic we are the more we will find our audience and Mm -hmm. our audience will find us right right? so you you to anybody listening you can't find your people if you're not being yourself if you are you know a green apple i don't know are they granny smith whatever they are (laughs) the green was just a little bit sour kind of for some folks if that's what you are you got to be that in order to for the people that love those green apples to find you. Mm. You out here wrapped up in an orange peel because you're concerned about what people going to think about <laughs> you being green, being a green apple. Um, all you're going to do is, is end up with a lot of disappointment, you know, because people are going to eventually see who you are for real and you're going to get a whole lot of rejection, you know, and that's unnecessary. Go on and just be who you are and then let the people that's for you come to you. And I think that that is going to be, that is so important with this show is, you know, the more authentic we are, the more our people are, you know, they're coming. They're mm-hmm. going to identify the folks that's for this show. Yes. And the ones that are not for it will fall away. Yes. Yeah. God bless you. Go roll on. <laughs> roll yeah. on out. You know, this is something for everybody it out is. there. You know, it and, is. and we're speaking specifically, we're very specific. Mm-hmm. It's for black women. Um, mm-hmm. And we're, we don't shy away from that either. Right. Because we do feel like black mm-hmm. women. We deal with we some really unique, unique set of issues. We have mm-hmm. a unique set of issues mm-hmm. and we need to speak to our experiences. Yeah. Um, and we know that not every black woman is going to relate to every episode. Right? Like some yeah. black women are like, Hey, I had a great relationship with my mom. I mm-hmm. never experienced half of this. Or right. Whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. 
we hope that you all have a chance to listen to every episode. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to all of the episodes in season two, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen. Yes. Because you can you can get a sense of what we're talking about. Yeah. We're just kind of talking about the journey and some of the things we've experienced this season. Right. And why these topics are so important to us. Mm-hmm. So go go ahead and check those out because I guarantee you, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, for sure. And, and what I love about this show, too, is that, you know, we're giving voice to a lot of issues that mm-hmm. black women uh, experience, a lot of suffering and silence we do with certain things. But it also gives people an opportunity to learn about us in an authentic way. So we have men, some men that listen to this show, a lot mm-hmm. of men, because they'll comment and they'll, you know, say something about the episode or whatever. I love that because it's like you're trying to learn. You're trying to get it. You know, we have some white women that support this show. Absolutely. We have some Hispanic women that support the show. And I like that because yes. you know it shows that there is a connection you know because mm-hmm. there are going to be those people who don't look like us who identify with some of our issues but it also helps to bring awareness to folks who may be sitting right next to you at work right and not get it mm-hmm. and then they can hear this show and be like dang I didn't realize you know that happens so much in in therapy where the person is learning about me and I'm learning about them and you know they may have an issue and then they're able to see oh well I didn't I didn't realize y'all were going through that I didn't know black women experienced that in that way and so this show gives people opportunity to do that you know and I and I love that I love it (laughs) I love it and you know what to be straight up with you BJ this is just fun to do I enjoy that too. that's the bottom line (laughs) it's fun it's fun I know some million podcasts out there right now but I'm like you know what this is fun. Like mm-hmm. we have a good time talking about these topics mm-hmm. and we do really feel like connected to everything we're saying. Yeah. There's nothing here where I ever felt like, okay, are we being disingenuous right, right. now? Are we, mm-hmm. you know, it, it truly feels like, wow, this is, this has been a fun experience and yeah. we're just going to continue to enjoy this yes. and connect with people. So it's fun. It's, that's, it's, that's a big thing. It's so much fun and it's a stress-free type of thing fun yeah. you know especially now that Kazuki's on board thank you <laughs> thank but you. it's 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 really fun it's work you know there's a business aspect to it and marketing and all of that but just doing these recordings and having an opportunity to be creative and and use our art in the way that we do it's it is a lot of fun and I am a firm believer that the more authentic uh I am and the you know the more authentic anybody is the more people can see God in you Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that is truly the the connection between me and God is when I am fully being exactly who he created me to be. Right. And I'm sharing that with you and I'm showing that to you, whether you like it or not. This is who he made. When I'm being that, I feel like I'm honoring him mm-hmm. and I'm saying, you know what, you, you, I might not love the sound of my voice on the recording, but this is a voice you gave me, so I'm going to use it. I feel like that's an honor to him. If I am using my spoken word, if I am on here sharing with people, if I'm on here, you know, giving my uh, thoughts that he, you know, gives me, I, I feel like that is an honor to to God in itself. And I feel like that's how people can see God yes. is when you are being who he made you to be. I love and his that. light is shining. And we don't always see it that way. We don't. We don't always see it that way. But I like how you break that down. That's good. 
Well, this is good stuff. Yeah. See? And this is why we love the show, too, because right. we learn so much about each other. I'd be like, yep. man, BJ, you are deep. That is so good. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't know you were that deep. Um, but, yeah, no, this has been this has been a fun ride. Yes. And we hope that you all will join us in season three. We know y'all joining yeah, us. Yeah, y'all got to, man. Come this, on. It's going to be lit. We got <laughs> we got guests on here this time. I know we, we thought about doing it in season two mm-hmm. with the guests, but we were just like, no, let's get a feel for the studio. Yeah. Because this is for us being mm-hmm. in an actual studio mm-hmm. and having professional equipment in the mm-hmm. setup but now that we're comfortable with this we're like all right let's take it to the next level yeah so it just keeps keeps getting better yeah every season it does it yeah. does and and i think we're even seeing some things in ourselves that we didn't know were, were there yeah. you know we're we're able to see what we're capable of yes you know i think life has showed us both that this season (laughs) and the podcast has shown us both that like yeah that's you that's you sounding like that you can do that and it's like wow okay okay (laughs) let me let me step into this you know walk in it a little bit more so um yes y'all definitely want to stay along for the ride because it's all the way up from here it's all the way up and Mm -hmm. as usual as you always close out stay up stay up (laughs) 